What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey, DJs, it is Friday, May 26th. The Celtics and the Stars, they play on. Devontae Adams, he's allowed to have an opinion. And really quick, happy birthday to Nard Dog. He turns 40 today. He's a longtime listener of the show. You've probably heard us say his name a couple times. So happy birthday, man. Hope you're enjoying it. I am Mad Max. Joining me is the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. I'm going to get home early, entering into a nice, long Memorial Day weekend. Real quick, happy birthday, Nardog. You might be the only Wolverine that I actually say happy birthday or have positive thoughts towards. So hope you're killing it. Hope you have a great weekend. Mr. Max, fuck you. Okay? Just, nah. fuck, <laughs> yeah, I just, just Why? Fuck Why? You. Listen, you made just, money last night. But. Listen, you chastised me, you ridiculed me, and then you didn't support your own damn team. So that's just a little payback for the little um, spirited fuck you you gave me yesterday. But listen, I don't know where you were going to start, but I'm going to start right there. I think the Heat in trouble. The Heat are in trouble. The Celtics are clicking. And like I talked about yesterday, they're playing defense. The Heat didn't hit triple digits again. That's going to be a problem. See if the Celtics can sustain it. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you that they've played two consecutive good games in a row. But this is a streaky team. Now they happen to play better on the road than they do at home in these playoffs. Uh, so I will give the Celtics that. But this is a streaky team. Uh, do, do you know who led the Celtics in scoring last night, Panther? No clue. I'm going to guess. Can I just hazard a guess? Marcus Smart. He was second. Marcus Smart was second. <laughs> Derek White. Derek White Derek hit White. six three-pointers yesterday, Six Panther. Marcus Smart, I think, hit four. Uh, then both uh, Tatum and Brown chipped in 21 points each. They had four guys score 20 points or more. Um, and a lot of it is because Tatum is being double-teamed and he's finding the open guys. They've made some really crisp passes, passes that I feel if Miami was playing their best defense wouldn't have happened. I, Jimmy Butler basically admitted as much. He's like, yeah, when our shots start didn't fall, we became lax on defense. It seems like their success on defense is also tied to their success on offense, which sounds weird. But when they're motivated and they're hitting their shots, it seems like they're like, we're going to fucking win this, so we're going to play tighter defense. But when they started missing shots in the first half, they just weren't playing defense. So I don't know. Series shows back to Miami tomorrow. If the Celtics can win that, they push a game seven from Memorial Day. I think only four teams or three teams, yeah, four, I think I want to say like three or four teams have been down 3-0 and push it to a game seven. None of them, of course, have won. I think the last time it happened was, I want to say like 20, about 20 years ago, maybe 19 years ago. 
uh, don't quote me on this. I think it was the Kings and the Mavs or something like that. I, you know, it, it's been a while since a team has been able to even push seven games when being down 3-0, let alone, you know, it, it's never happened in the NBA. I mean, you get first times for anything, right? I mean, it never happened in baseball. And then the Boston Red Sox did it. So maybe another Boston team can fucking figure out a way to do it. I'm not going to say that the Heat are in trouble, Panther. I, I I disagree with that. They didn't have Gabe Vincent. We we kind of talked about that yesterday. He he should be back for you know game six. It was a rolled ankle. Should be fine. Can't really start Kyle Lowry. He's not a starting point guard. He's he's a good contributor. He's he's, yeah. just, he's just not a starting point guard kind of guy. Uh, and you're, you know, he could not keep up with Marcus Smart or Derek White, and that's why those guys had fucking big games because Kyle Lowry was trying to defend them. You put Gabe Vincent on them, I think it's a different story. Butler's been off a little bit. I mean, he had that big second half in Game Four. Uh, did not have a good night last night. I think he, zero for two from three point land. Only took two three pointers. I want to say yesterday. Um, Heat shot about thirty nine percent from three point land. Celtics shot 41. The difference was, I think the Celtics hit 16 fucking three-pointers yesterday compared to the nine of Miami. So uh, volume shooting by the Celtics, I think they hoisted up, if my math is right, the 38 fucking three-pointers yesterday and hit 16 of them. So um, this is a team that if they hit the three-pointers, they're winning games. If they play defense, they're winning games. But this is a team that I just cannot trust to be consistent, can't trust to fucking just go out there and do it again. So... I don't think the Heat are in trouble, Panther. I think the Heat are in trouble because, as I mentioned yesterday, the longer this goes, the older they get, the longer these get. I mean, it's going to be tiresome for the guys like Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler. And to that extent, whether it's the Heat going long or the Celtics playing another seven-game series, the Nuggets have to be licking their chops right now. Yeah, I know. I know. The, the Nuggets are sitting pretty at this moment. Uh, not that they're a young team, so I wonder if the rest versus rust thing is less important to them. I wonder if they would rather be out there playing. You know, I I know you don't want to be playing when it's an elimination type fucking game. You know, but I I wonder if it's along those lines of. When you're a younger team, you don't want to be sitting around too much. Maybe that's you know that's worse for you, right? Uh, older team, you get to rest your injuries and re- relax your body a little bit more. But these younger guys, I think they get into a rhythm. I think they want to play. So I, I, you know, granted, if the Heat win the series, then the Nuggets have home court advantage in the finals. If the Celtics win the series, then the Celtics have home court. So I think that matters right now to the Nuggets because they're just sitting at home in Denver right now. If if it's going to be in Boston, you'd know that they want to fly out to the East Coast a little bit beforehand. They don't. They're not going to know. So they're not going to know until Monday. Uh, that's unfortunate for them. If if they could, you know, pick or choose, then you know, I think they'd want to get out to the East Coast a little bit early. Um, the whole West Coast to East Coast thing can be a mind fuck. I'm about to fly out to Germany on Monday, so I'm going to have to be dealing with fucking time zone issues as well. And uh, you know, they want to get that shit uh, out of the way. So maybe that game one. They're refreshed, but maybe they're a little slow. Maybe you know, maybe they're a little too relaxed. I don't know. I, I'm I'm a, I'm the type of person that if you know if if I'm an athlete, which again I, I I clarified that yesterday. I am definitely not an athlete. Um, I probably want rhythm over rest, unless it's football. Football, I'll take the fucking extra rest. I don't want to play those stupid fucking Thursday night games. But I think I think just if we're playing well. Whatever's going on, I don't want to fucking stop that momentum. I, I agree with that. 
Um, I think there is something to be said about having a day or two extra off, but the Nuggets going to end up with like 10 days off if this thing, but it doesn't even matter if it goes seven, the final start when the final start. Uh, to your point, I, I'm sure they've already got the flights booked to Boston, cancel those flights if they're not going. And then if it's Miami, they don't care because they're not going anywhere. They just stay at home. So I'm sure they're prepared either way, but um, you know, they're in practice, they're practicing, but I mean, how hard are you really practicing when you're just waiting for this shit to start? Um, it'll be interesting, but this, we at least have a series. Now your Celtics are putting up some fight and I, I feel like there's cause for concern with Miami. Okay. In another sport in the NHL teams have come back from down three zero. Of course, your Golden Knights went into last night's game up 3-0. The series is now 3-1. Are the Golden Knights in trouble, Panther? Is that it? Are the Stars coming back? No, no. I I, I picked Dallas. I just felt like that was the one they were going to get. Now they're going to hit the road and go back to Vegas and have to win that one. Uh, I mean, they got to win. They got to win out, and they would have to win two of the remaining three in Vegas. I don't see it happening I think, you know, when we're not obviously going to talk about it tomorrow because we don't do a Saturday show, but I think the series is probably over in Vegas tomorrow night. But uh, I did think Dallas would steal one last night. They did. But I know I don't think they're winning three in a row and two out of three in Vegas. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that series is over tomorrow as well. So good effort. Good effort, Dallas. Let's get ready for the Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. Can't wait for that Stanley Cup to start. Uh, let's go on to football. We talked some football yesterday. We're going to talk a little football today because things are heating up. You got OTAs and stuff. It's 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 almost June, Panther. It's almost, it's almost oh. we're almost halfway into the year. Crazy. It's fucking a. I, it feels it feels like it just started. Like 2023 feels like it just started. Now we're halfway into it. So yeah, football talk is going to start heating up, which is good because other sports it, we're only betting baseball today because there's nothing else to bet on. Um but yeah, NFL talk, Devontae Adams is in the news and not, I'd say, in a good way. Devontae Adams had some critical things to say about his time in uh, Las Vegas as a Raider. Of course, he originally left uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in order to go to Vegas to play with his uh, friend, his longtime friend, his college quarterback, Derek Carr. He really wanted to play with Derek Carr. He's friends with them. Derek Carr got benched. Derek Carr got cut. And now Derek Carr plays on the New Orleans Saints. And now uh, Devontae Adams is sitting there saying, what the fuck did I do with my life? Oh, at least I've got a bunch of money and Jimmy Garoppolo as my quarterback. But oh shit, Jimmy Garoppolo just had foot, foot surgery and he hasn't been able to stay healthy. What the fuck am I doing with my life? And uh, yeah, it's, it seems like he had some critical things to say about the Raiders. Uh, Josh McDaniels came out. I respect the hell out of anything that he would say or suggest or anything like that during the course of the process of trying to improve our team, which I know where Devante comes from. He's a competitor. He wants to win, and that's really his sole focus, and that's what he does every day. He's here pushing himself, pushing his teammates. He's been a tremendous leader again this spring for our football team. So it seems like uh, McDaniels is uh, saying, yeah, you know, he's allowed to have an opinion. I frankly don't. I, I think Devonte Adams should have went further and said that uh, this organization is a fucking joke. Well, it is. You know, I thought by getting rid of Gruden, things could improve, but I, I'm not even sure if this is a lateral move. I don't know if we've improved or gotten worse, but he said this stuff about a week or so ago. I, I'd heard, you know, 
what Adam read, what Adams had said. Uh, Josh McDaniels came out, and listen, I, I actually will give McDaniels some props here. He really could have stoked the fire here. He could have created some animosity. He could have, you know, played the hierarchy of coach, player, know your role, shut your hole, whatever. But he didn't. I think he is inviting Adams to come talk to him. One of Adams' biggest gripes is he doesn't like the play calling. Of course, most running backs and wide receivers don't like the play calling. They went the ball every fucking time. But I digress. I thought McDaniels handled it pretty well as to not create any locker room animosity or whatever. This is a team that still doesn't have any answers. Like we, I think we already discussed you know, a while ago that it was a lateral move at best going from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo, if Garoppolo is even healthy. I get Devontae Adams' frustration, but when you change teams, you've got to know Nothing is for certain. Coach, tight end, you don't know anything year to year. It, it can change at any given moment. So he's got to accept that for what it is. But I will give props to McDaniels. I think he kind of tried to make this story a non-story, and I, I'm kind of treating it as such. Does Devontae Adams finish this season as a Raider? Does he finish his contract as a Raider? Two two separate questions. <sighs> Yes, he will finish the season as a Raider. I don't know how long his contract is or what the money situation is, but he might, if he can put up huge numbers and maybe try and get an invitation to get out of there, he might try to leave. I, I probably, he probably, listen, winning cures everything, as we've noticed, right? You never really hear winning teams bitch and moan. If the Raiders can spin this and start winning and get the, 10 and 7, 11 and 6, make the playoffs. You're not going to hear shit out of McDaniels or Devontae Adams. But if they continue to struggle and they're a below 500 team, then yeah, I think he might start making trade demands and wanting to get out of there. So here's the thing he is signed until the 2026 season. He will be 34 years old. He'll be 35 when he's an unrestricted free agent again. So it looks like this actually might be his career contract at this point in time. Uh, he is a cap hit this year of 54.32 million dead cap space. Dead cap space would be 50. So uh, sorry. Cap hit would be 14.8 million and the dead cap would be 54.32. He has the ability to restructure the contract of course, as well. His base base salary this year is only six million because he, he took such a big fucking uh, you know uh, uh, signing bonus there, but yeah, I mean they owe him a ton of money. Uh, he got a you know his his average salary is going to be twenty eight million. His signing bonus was to twenty million, so yeah, I mean, whew, total total guaranteed money of sixty six million dollars. Panther, who's going to eat that? I mean, the Raiders are going to eat it if they try to trade him. The Raiders are going to eat some of a lot of that money and who is going to trade for a 34 year old, you know, listen, he's He's 31 right now. He's 31 right now. He's 31 31. right now. So he's still playing at an elite level, but who's going to pay that kind of money and think they're a wide receiver away from a Super Bowl? I, Jay, E T S jets, jets, jets. That's who. 
Shouldn't they just put yellow on those helmets and a little G there? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? They got the green already. They got the kind of the shade of green, almost yes. the fucking green. They just need a little bit of fucking cheese on that goddamn helmet. Yeah, they're already the New York Packers. Yeah, let's just send Devontae over there. <laughs> well, at least they'll make the playoffs. <laughs> they might win their division. They, they, won't win, they, they won't win a Super Bowl. But, I mean, oh, Christ. All right, let's take a quick break after that. Only baseball, hopefully... Lots of baseball. It'd be funny. I've got four games. Panthers got four games. Imagine it's the same four. Doubtful. You'll find out in a minute. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And we are back, Sex Panther. You got your four games. What are your four games? Let's start in Detroit, where the White Sox are coming to call in. They are playing a little bit better. They start to string together some wins. But I don't know if it's the last name or whatever, but I think whenever the last name is Wentz, you can probably bet against that team. And that's who Detroit's going to throw out there. Joey Wentz is going to take the mound going against Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's still trying to really find his groove. But I think this is the day against Joey Wentz. 145 is tolerable. Give me 10 bucks on the White Sox. I'm on the opposite side of this one, not betting it, just leaning. I'm going to lean Detroit here. Uh, the payout for them is plus 132. It's close, man. It's close to a value play. Do I have the White Sox winning this one? Yes, I got the White Sox winning that. So that's a check in your book there, Panther. I just don't got them winning by the implied probability to warrant a minus 145. So I'll lean Detroit here. All right, next game up, it'll be Panthers' trap of the day. The Texas Rangers are in Baltimore going against the uh, – are they still the first-place Orioles? Oh they man, are. they're not they're not first place, right? The Tampa Bay is still first place, right? Oh, Tampa or second place, second place. Second place. Uh, they're second place. Yeah. They're gonna throw their much heralded rookie Grayson Rodriguez on the mound going against John Gray. I I just I don't get this line. I, I get it. Baltimore's playing really well, but Texas is an underdog getting a plus one fifteen. I like that. I like that a lot. I I think it's off. So give me ten bucks on the Texas Rangers. Baltimore's playing really well. I'll, I'll say that. Baltimore is playing really good. They are one of the best teams in baseball. Uh, Texas also one of the best teams in baseball as well. I think by run differential, I think they're only a hair below Tampa Bay on the season. Uh, the Texas Rangers are in regards to total uh, runs. Uh, last 10, these both teams playing, you know, I think they both won 7 out of 10 games, so but playing really good baseball. Uh, I like Baltimore to get the win. They're at home. I think they get the win. Minus 134 is too chalky, uh, but I'm going to lean the Orioles here. All right, I'm not getting any moral support or agreement at all. Let's try this. The Miami Hurricanes are in Los Angeles, taking on the California Anaheim Angels. Jose or Jesus Lazardo will take the mound for Miami, going against Detmers for the Angels. <sighs> Listen, we all know we're regurgitating Marlins pitching, blah, 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 can't hit, can't score on the road. There's just too many negatives about this Marlins team. I, I, guess, I, I wish it was Otani or somebody else, but Demers is okay. He's better than mediocre. I'll eat the minus 145 and put 10 bucks on the Angels. 
Get to minus 143. That's the best odds we can get. And just take a fucking wild guess at which sports book that is because it seems like I've been doing fucking free commercials for them for days. I'm not going to mention their name. But yeah, you can get a minus 143 on the Angels. And I am finally going to give you some moral support here. I like the Angels here. Not enough to bet them. But I, yeah, I, you know, I'll say this. I don't like the Angels. I hate the fucking Marlins. Fuck the goddamn Marlins. Remember there was a, you know, old little fucking uh, fish fetish thing that we used to Fuck do on this fish, fucking show. Dude. Fuck the fish. Uh, lean the Angels with you. All right. Last game up for me. You know, it's also not a Panther if I don't throw some kind of run line out there. And We've got the Houston Astros going to the Major League Baseball's worst team, the Oakland Athletics. Hunter Brown going against Caprillion for Oakland. Oakland can't pitch. Oakland can't score. Oakland can't do anything right. They can't wait. The only thing they've done right is agree to relocate to Las Vegas. Can't wait till that happens. Change your fucking colors to those vomit yellow and green. But I got a run line. Probably should even consider alternate run line. But I'm just going to run line. Hunter Brown and these Astros. What can you get for me? Minus 155 is the best I can get you on the run line. If you want the alt, plus 100. You know what? I'm a risk taker. Let's do it. Let's do it. Give me the plus 100. All right. That's minus two and a half. And once again, moral support from Max. In fact, it was minus 260 before. That's when I was looking at this line. And I was tempted to bet minus 260, Panther. It is now down to minus 265. So that has pushed me out of my chalk threshold completely. In fact, my chalk threshold is like 175. But still, it's close. Lean. The Houston Astros with you. It looks like we are betting eight games. You didn't bet any of these. That's absolutely right. I figured that was going to happen. Let's start off with the Cincinnati Reds at the Chicago Cubs. Missed on the Reds yesterday, and I'm not going to try on them today. I'm going to jump on the Cubs because do you know who is pitching for the Chicago Cubs today? Strong. Oh, no, it's uh, it's uh, Joey Steele, isn't it? Or Justin Steele. Six and one with a 2.20 ERA. I feel bad for your boy Hunter Green. He's having a bad season. Just cannot get it going. I think Steele is the play here today. Cubs at home. Afternoon game too. Ooh, it's brutal. $10 bet on Chicago. Yeah, I don't hate that play. As much as I like Hunter Green, uh, he's just nothing but a flamethrower. If you can catch up to his 100-mile-an-hour pitches, you can get to him. He's really got to find some off-speed stuff to change things up because I think hitters are really trying to catch up to him. Justin Steele, if it's not already been dubbed the staff ace, he's going to be the staff ace for this up-and-coming Cubs team. I'm with you. Just not – well, actually, there wasn't even a line when I was looking at it at, like, 2 o'clock this morning. So, uh, moral support on the Cubbies. Minus 165, that's down to now. Fucking brutal. God damn. <laughs> Next up for me, San Diego, the whale's vagina, heading to fucking New York to play the Yankees. Yankees got Vasquez on the mound. That's showing you how good their season's going. But it's not like Musgrove's doing any better than anything the Yankees pitchers are doing. I hate the Padres on the road. In fact, I could just end the statement with I hate the Padres. Yankees at home, get it done today. Getting a fucking plus line on the goddamn Yankees. It's it's dropping, though. Only plus 102 now. $10 bet on the Nye Yankees squadron. All right, so the thing with Vasquez is whatever Vasquez you think it is, it is not. This is a rookie that just got called up to pitch this game. Um, and I don't know... I don't know what to think of that, but it's the Yankees at home, so I will lean the Uber. 
All right, another team that's at home getting a plus line happens to be the Minnesota Twins. Now, they're taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. You say the name Toronto Blue Jays, you think, oh, yeah, they're a good team. The Blue Jays are a good team. Panther, are the Blue Jays a good team? Uh, In my mind, they are. Panther, what is their record? I'll answer that. About 500, 26 and 25. How many games back are they of the Rays right now in their division? I'm gonna. I'm guessing because I'm not looking. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. What What has Toronto done over their last ten games? Probably gone five and five. Or... Two and eight, Panther. This Toronto Blue Jays team is a oh, fucking mess right now. They're a goddamn fucking mess. You're telling me the Minnesota Twins, the first place Minnesota Twins in their division, better twenty six and twenty four. They got a better record than Toronto. Of course, Toronto will probably be in second place in that division if it was in the fucking Central. At home, you're giving me the fucking Twins at home plus one. Third, a 140 now, Panther, plus 140 $10 bet on the fucking Twins. Pure value play. I definitely would probably be looking at Toronto here, but ugh, minus 160 or whatever that is, I'm not touching that. So I'm leaning Toronto. I think they get off the schneid, but and they've got maybe the pitching advantage with Kevin Gossman, but I no, 165 the way they're playing right now, not touching it. All right, guess who's back, Panther? Guess who's back? It's your Arizona Diamondbacks. The Arizona Diamondbacks playing really, really good baseball lately. Now, I know they don't have a really good pitcher on the mound. It's not the fucking Zach attack. I know that. But they're taking on Chris Sale. Chris Sale is a hittable pitcher. I think the Diamondbacks at home. This is another one getting a plus line. Plus 125 on the Arizona Diamondbacks. $10 bet on the D-backs. Yeah, this line actually stumped me. I know Brandon Fat. <laughs> that's his name. Fat, P F double A D T or something like that. Um, he, he's kind of struggled in his rookie season, but Chris Sale on the road minus one fifty five, like that didn't line up. So yes, I would be inclined to take the Diamondbacks, but to me that line is so far off. I feel like Boston has to be the play. Lean the Red Sox. All right, Panther. Listen, I'm going to put Man, our our mutual dude. agreement. What's up? The Cubs? Well, no, I'm putting the Cubs in for myself. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm putting the Cubs in for myself. Our mutual agreement here, minus two and a half on the Houston Astros. <laughs> That's our mutual <laughs> agreement game. So pick a third game. Um, faded me on everything. But you did say fuck the fish. So how about we go with the Anaheim Angels? All right. Our parlay is going to pay us 439 on the day, Panther. 430. Now listen, the lower it is, maybe the better chance we have. Uh, we need one because we went 0-3 yesterday in the parlay. But you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Discord in the asylum. Come on in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing this Memorial Day weekend. Yes, we will be here Monday morning, bright and early for you guys. Have a great weekend. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. 
Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.